Hey guys, it's Lucy Biggers, and you're listening to the 20-something podcast, the podcast where we talk about the struggles of being in your 20s in 2015. Today, I traveled to Astoria and met with my friend Crosby, who recently graduated from her theater program and is pursuing acting full-time. Here's our conversation, and be warned, we laugh a lot. Hello. So, um, I guess I'm just gonna set. I'm gonna set the scene. Hey guys, this is Lucy Biggers, and you're listening to the Twenty Something Podcast. Today, I'm very excited because I'm here with an actress, Crosby Fitzgerald, and also it's my first in-person interview, so it's very intimate. We're gonna be leaning into the microphone together. Hey, Lucy. Hey. So Crosby, uh, the reason I I have you on the show is because you heard my, what episode did you hear? The first one. Here, come closer. I'm going to be louder than you. Yeah, that's good. The first one. We get really close. (laughs) You've heard the first one and you texted me. I was thinking about almost reading your text, but why don't you paraphrase what you texted me? First of all, I texted you. I was freaking out at the airport. I was flying home from Atlanta back to New York after graduating from a theater school in New York and then going home to Atlanta and then for a few weeks and then flying back to New York to just like live here and be an actress in here (laughs) and so I listened to it I just like saw it on your Instagram and listened to it and was like oh my god she's like speaking to my soul and then I sent this text message but like it sent as a text first and then I and it was so long. It was like, hey, Lucy. It was straight up like the whole length of the iPhone <laughs> and like more than halfway the width. I was like, listen, I listened to your podcast. Like it meant the world to me and just like this whole thing about where I am in life. And it sent as a text and I was like, oh my God, what if she didn't get it? And I was like, I can't resend that whole thing. But then I was like, but if she didn't get it, like. Well, no, then you said, and if this isn't your number, hey, stranger. And But I got all of it. So I thought it was amazing. And then I was like, you're coming on the podcast because I mean the thing about this podcast is really honest conversations and talking about the struggle of being in your 20s it's really confusing time and times are really changing and I'm sure you feel that yes I do so so talk about um what what you're feeling right now moving to the city and and try to be an actress that's like that pie in the sky um goal you got there Mm. and I think you're gonna do it one but how do you kind of keep that dream alive and not freak yourself out it's It's really hard. Well, first of all, so, like, I've watched so many people graduate from my school, and then, like, last year, it's a two-year program, Mm -hmm. and then, so, I knew people last year who graduated, and a lot of them haven't even gone on one audition. It's just sort of, like, being thrust into this world, it it is so daunting, Mm -hmm. and it seems so much larger than life, Mm -hmm. and, and, like, so far out of reach. Um... I, I've gotten a manager, which is really nice. It, like, makes me feel a little more secure. Mm-hmm. Like, it, nothing has come of it yet, but it's, mm-hmm. like, it's like okay, there's someone kind of, like, on my side. But, like, for the most part, I, it's, like, there's no roadmap for this job at all. Mm-hmm. And I've read everyone's autobiography. I've, like, read everyone's Wikipedia page, you know, but, like, there's just no roadmap. Well, that's interesting that you said you've read everyone's autobiography and Wikipedia page, because when I worked in TV news, I would read, like, Hoda Kotb's 10 years struggle, and I'm like, God, I can't wait till I'm at the place where I can write the book. Why do I have to be in the pages, the thick of the thick of it? Do you feel that? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I, and I, it's sometimes, like, 
seems so unbelievably <laughs> impossible yeah. to like be you know well Lena Dunham's book is funny because she <laughs> like is our age it was like in the middle of her book which I really loved it but like I was like I have to stop reading these books mm-hmm. and I have to start like making mistakes and like reading books that like expand my mind a little bit like about real things you know yeah because then you're gonna get lost in recreating someone else's story when yeah. you there's only one you and mm-hmm. idolizing these people who I need to essentially be thinking of as peers maybe mm-hmm. one day mm-hmm. or like you know yeah hopefully you know like Amy Poehler no that's so true you've got to humanize these people because no one ever starts out um as a success they all start out like us just mm-hmm. wandering through life so you're following your passion yeah. So when did you know that this is your passion? Like, do you, what does your soul say to you? Because that's, I think that there's something in each of us that sort of is your soul. Yeah. Um, well, okay, so when I was little, I, like, wanted to be an actress and asked my dad if I could be an actress. And he was like, no. <laughs> he was like, what does it even mean? And really in Atlanta, there was no, like, very few people, like, did this as a job. Yeah. Know? Yep. And, uh, and then... So I, like, did it in high school and then went to Tulane and was like, uh, okay, it's college time. I'm going to do a job. I'm going to, like, prepare for the real world by studying, like, English or something. <laughs> and then I'll be ready for a job. But I didn't know what I was thinking. So then I, that changed. I, I did gender studies, uh, like, gender and sexuality studies. And everyone was like, what are you going to do with that? And I was like, I don't know therapy I didn't know I had zero idea and then I eventually uh did sketch comedy at Tulane and that just like it gave me a purpose I'm not Mm -hmm. kidding and like it was so easy to stay up all night long it just like I felt that passion again like I Mm -hmm. felt like I was like a part of something that meant a lot to me and like Mm -hmm. kept me going Mm -hmm. um but then so the thing about passion right now is weird because I feel like so many people, like older people, kind of, or more established people, are um, talk a lot about how twenties is like when you have all this passion, mm-hmm. and like it changes. You know, later you just start like working, and and you're you're living to work, sort mm-hmm. of. And like in your twenties, you're like starving. You're living for your passion. Mm-hmm. It feels like so much pressure mm-hmm. to like live for your passion yeah. and I'm like how do I do that every day I'm like am I living for my passion or what I'm just like watching a lot of tv <laughs> <laughs> well that's a good point because it's like this other side of like oh you're following your passion well then you better be Steve Jobs and make <laughs> Apple and it's like well what if I'm the one that <laughs> follows my passion and I basically like am kind of middle of the road my whole life but I follow my passion like, yeah you know like everyone's like oh then it can be romanticized <laughs> right. which is like another thing that we get trapped in and I agree with you I think we're in the we're in danger as a generation of falling into this trap of like when well, you're not following your passion like you're not living and that's not yeah. fair either right so is there like a time frame that you've given yourself like oh I'm gonna try give it two years a year or you just or like before you start to be like a waitress okay I read an article Melissa McCarthy she was like I gave myself till 30 to make it and then I was gonna quit and so I think I'm sort of like subconsciously. I'm not going to quit, but, like, 30, if, like, things aren't, like, popping off, I might try and, like, get another job that's, like, a real one <laughs> and, like, keep doing this. But, that I mean, that would be really nice. Okay, I've got three questions that I have okay. preplanned. Great. All right. <clears throat> one question is, 
um, oh, okay, so my family and I, we play this game where we have, like, an analogy for our life, Uh-oh. and you, like, set the scene of what your life, where you are in your life right now. So, like, my dad's is, like, well, when I was, you know, raising you girls and work was really hard, it was like I was going down a ra- rapid in a kayak, and I was dodging all these things, and I couldn't get off to rest. I just had to keep going, like, shoo, 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 Ooh. down the rapid. And then my analogy for my life right now is that I'm fa- free-falling through outer space. <laughs> so it's like just, falling, but like slowly. Like, I'm just like, whoa. <laughs> like, what is going on? And so what's your analogy for life? Oh, my gosh. Okay. Um, a lo- I feel like it's like um, maybe – you know, this is going to be like kind of similar to yours. Sorry, <laughs> cheater. You, I no, know, shit. I'm not creative. I shouldn't do this job. You need to go back to Atlanta. <laughs> yeah, get out of here. Um, okay, a little bit like that scene in the movie where someone is falling, or maybe like maybe maybe jumped out of a plane and has a parachute, but it's like, wait, do I have a parachute? And like, does it work? Uh, or or like when you uh in the movies <laughs> where someone falls like off a mountain and you're kind of sure they're not going to die because like they're the main character and like <laughs> they can't die but but like you know eventually like their shirt's going to get like caught on a branch and you're sort of like waiting for like when's the branch coming <laughs> you're just right. like tumbling yeah it's really good Thanks. i'll have to touch base with you in six months and see <laughs> the shirt caught on the branch <laughs> Did it or no? <laughs> um, okay, so one. Okay, two more questions. What do you think of the the label millennial? If you think about it at all. Gosh, I don't. Maybe I don't even like see myself as a millennial. Um, just because I f- always feel a little bit behind the times, <laughs> and so You're I the next generation. Yeah, what, what yeah is that? next gen. <laughs> I don't know. Unlabeled. Yeah. So it's it's weird. I it, I think that um it's we're not as much of a oh gosh maybe we are a community but it just feels a little bit more isolated mm-hmm. because it's like we're all like bloggers and things we're like connected a lot online but like I don't feel like some sort of kinship with millennials mm-hmm. you know you're not like my people yeah millennials I'm like look at us go I'm like. <laughs> Like, like like my Insta. <laughs> Just like my picture, please. Please, God damn it. <laughs> and okay, so then my last question for you is, oh, so social media. So um, I don't know if you use some form of social media. Social media. I was going to ask about Snapchat if you use that. But you before the interview started, you said you just deleted your Facebook. Mm-hmm. So why? I deleted it for a moment. Maybe that will be a few months. Maybe not. But um, because I was wasting so much time comparing myself to people and I just and I was telling you like I can't I don't have the self-control to just knock it on it for a few days I had to just delete it and remind myself each time I like accidentally was like having like a zombie what's it called like, like a your zombie arm hit? gets cut off but what? like you think your arm is still there wait was your arm using the <laughs> no. computer as this was going on no you know asleep? when you lose a limb when people lose a limb, oh, but yeah. then they have like an itch oh, on their limb. Phantom of yeah, phantom. <laughs> phantom. You know, zombie phantom. I don't know. <laughs> I thought you were saying like your hands out of your control, and you're like, I can't stop. My zombie hands are logging me in. Kind of like that though. Um. Anyway, 
So I'm, I'm giving it a break. So you've, you, you're saying you have a phantom limb of Facebook. Right. <laughs> you're like, you reach it's for like it and you eggs. realize it's gone. Yeah. You're like, ugh. It's like I, I go to like things that I don't know. like started just giving thumbs up to people in the street. Do you have an Instagram account? I do. Is it? <laughs> I do. Do you want to know it or like? Yeah, tell okay. me. What's your Instagram? Oh, well, since you're asking. Crosberry Fitz. And what type of people, what type of pictures can people see there? I try and keep it light, keep it funny, keep it like silly. Sometimes I'll do one where I look really good, but I do like a funny comment to try and seem down to earth. <laughs> so, what's your average like per pic? Uh, you know, I reach the fifties pretty often, which Damn. is like no Lucy Biggers, but <laughs> I only get to like fifty. Really? Secrets out. Whoa. <laughs> I don't like. I don't understand Instagram. Like I post at like the worst times, so, like two a.m. on a Sunday. <laughs> So, like, the algorithm, like, doesn't make it to anyone's feed. He's <laughs> like, come on. Uh, yeah, where I'm, like, posting political statements and everyone's like, I don't care about this. <laughs> like, please like, stop clogging out. my feed. <laughs> this uh, is an escape. And do you have Snapchat? Yes. Crizzle uh, Bizzle with a K. Oh, nice. Yeah. And do you use it a lot? I do. I just, I so when I deleted my Facebook, I, like, got Vine. Oh, I have a Vine, too. Oh, I bet you'd be funny on that. It's pretty funny. Me and my sister have one as well. So if you go to mine, Crosby Fitzgerald, you'll find me and my sisters. Um, but when I deleted Facebook, I was like, Snapchat back, Vine back, Instagram, like full force. <laughs> You're like, filling in. Yeah, it's like giving whole. up chocolate and like starting to smoke cigarettes. Absolutely. It's like really horrible. <laughs> um, before we wrap up the recording, is there anything else that you wanted to add? Well... Uh, <laughs> well, you have a mic on you. This is like, yeah. I mean, if not anyone is in New York and wants to collaborate, <laughs> yeah, I'm down to just meet even for coffee and wants to like talk about this life. That's fine with me. I'd love to. <laughs> yes, so. I will go with you. Thank you. It could be Lucy. Me. It could be anyone. <laughs> I like that. I like this idea of community and um, supporting each other in an honest way, not just in a way of liking people's pictures or trying to one-up each other in our careers, but realizing we're all in it together. Mm-hmm. We will inherit the earth. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Said the Lord. <laughs> anyway, this has been the 20-something podcast. We will inherit the earth. Remember that, everyone. Um, thank you, Crosby Fitzgerald. You can follow her on Instagram, at Crosby Fitz. She posts fun and light, light, light stuff, and sometimes good looking pictures but then she puts comments below them to make them sound her seem down to earth crossberry fits everybody <laughs> thanks for coming on my first in-person podcast so this we is made history. history yeah when we write our lena dunham book right we'll be like we were in that small apartment in astoria it was hot as balls <laughs> all right <clears throat> bye bye <laughs> And we've reached the end of this episode of the 20-something podcast. Thank you, Crosby, for taking the time to talk with me and being so open and honest about your journey as an actress. If you would like to be a part of the 20-something podcast, please reach out to me. The best way is messaging me on Facebook. I'm going to leave you with this song. It's Origami by Rubble Bucket. Why did it